Holy moly. Holy moly. What a tune. Uh, folks, you're listening to Stewie Felia, the world's preeminent Family Guy podcast. I'm uh, Melvin. I'm Gordon. And I'm Gerond. Uh, and today... <laughs> Gerard. And today we're talking about the episode where the baby's British and, and the dog can talk. And what does it mean that the dog can talk and everyone can hear him? Because most times to animals talking, only one person can hear him. Exactly. Them. Like my my dog, he talks and I can hear him, but everyone else says, Devin, right. we're taking it away. Because right. nobody, because only you can hear that dog. Only you can hear. Yeah. And now, now you don't have a dog. Because Cause, well, because he because he was me, telling you to do bad. He stuff. Or, or, he was, or there's uh, like the classic skate dog where no one can hear. Nobody dog can hear skate dog, but audience. we know. But we know skate dog can talk, but only we know. <laughs> no one. And then David Berkowitz, he could hear his dog. <laughs> yeah, and only David Berkowitz could hear that dog. And that's why they took my dog away because apparently I have the same dog. Yes, as David <laughs> yes. I, it was th- <laughs> It's incredible that he was passed down from generation to ge- That's an old dog. That's an old dog. David and Berkowitz they even is- look different. The dogs are not the same in their fur, or like how they look or the type, but it said a lot of the same. He said thing. a lot. So he had the spirit of the same dog. Is It's not the same dog physically, but you let your family know that Yeah, this it is was. David Berkowitz's dog. This dog told me that he has the spirit of David Berkowitz's yes. dog. Yes. And that you you were finding out some interesting things from this dog. Yes. And, that, and the dog was telling me to do stuff, and it wasn't so much that this was my dog, but that the dog was my boss and, and my your, god. And your parents, your parents were like, we got to get rid of this dog before the summer yeah because if we get the summer who knows who knows what kind of summer this could be what? like the summer of dev <laughs> is that's david, david nice berg went to summer of sam it would be funny I, I, thought, I thought so i thought so can you imagine if chet hanks instead of declaring a white boy summer declared it summer of dev and yeah. <laughs> uh, hey. <laughs> no Sperry's top ciders during really, summer of death. We really blew past that. Every week there's something like that. We can't get a grip grip on something uh, long enough to truly appreciate the <laughs> absurdity of, yeah. of one of the most famous celebrities in the world's sons declaring it white boy summer. We can't we can't sit and let something simmer long enough to get a grasp on it. Everyone every famous person's got a band. Have you ever seen Osama bin Laden's son who looks like he's in system of a down? No. He wears like leather jackets and has big curly hair. In the face, he looks like Michael Imperioli, like okay, from okay. The Sopranos. It's incredible. It's I'll I'll I'll, I'll find a picture. <laughs> this is this is definitely the earliest in an episode we've talked about Osama bin Laden. I did not think that this is where this was going. It's uh it's very funny. He's You're got, telling me he has a dirtbag son. You know how like Nick Cage has a big beefy goth son. Oh yeah. Um, uh, what the hell's his name? Uh, he's in the, the Dick the band. Cage. <laughs> Dick Cage. Weston. Weston Cage is the Weston one in the Cage. in the uh, black metal band, right? Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! Look at those dreads. He's just got a big beefy goth son. Look at that! Look at these dreads. Oh jeez, that's not what you're expecting. That is not what, what I was expecting. He looks like one of the twins from uh, the Matrix Two. <laughs> yeah, the Merovingians twins. Yeah, he looks like the Merovingians. <laughs> we twins. talk about the, <laughs> for two guys who have never watched the Matrix so, together. We talk about the Merovingian a lot. What would you say is the <laughs> Merovingian? What does that word mean? <laughs> Do you do you want to know because I've looked it up before, okay. or do you want me to guess? <laughs> I want you. Okay, you have looked it up. Before. I have. Looked what it does up it before. mean? It's like 
a French uh, dynasty. It's like a, a an old family name oh. from somewhere in history. I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> that, because it's not as cool as whatever as cool. I thought the Merovingian. I'm sad I looked it up. I'm sad I told you can cut this out, Derek, because I don't want to ruin it for the <laughs> you listeners. The magic. Like, I- <laughs> yeah, the Merovingian dynasty is a ruling family of France from the fifth century until 751. That's that's Guimond's great, 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 great. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if it was if Daft Punk was like Tomas and the Merovingian? <laughs> this is Tom- Tomas Bagdalter and the Merovingian. Is that like a is that like Guimond the edge? Guimond <laughs> That's very funny. There's a they're one of the <laughs> biggest rock bands in the history of the world that has a guitar player whose name is The Edge. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's very cool. What are you talking about? The Edge of what? <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? It's cool. It's cool as hell. The Edge is the noun whereas slash is the verb. Oh, The Edge slashes Bono. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. The Edge yeah. is slash the Edge is Bono's Slash. Oh, yeah. You better believe The Edge is Bono's Slash. <laughs> you better believe Bono crams that Axel Slash. Axel is Slash is Bono. <laughs> okay. okay. Bono is The Edge is Axel. The, yes. Axel is, is Slash is Bono. Is slash is Bono. Slash, slash is, is to Axel <laughs> as Edge is to Bono. Yes. <laughs> Holy moly. That sucks. You that sucks it. out loud. You heard it first. Here. Rock bands don't have that anymore. Like if Radiohead, if like Johnny Greenwood just went by like Pulp. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, this, this, is Tom, this is Tom York and his guitarist. Pulp isn't uh, <laughs> isn't uh, isn't uh, like uh, Blink One Eighty Two's bass player like Mike Dirt Dirt like like Dirt because he plays bass. Green Day. I mean Green Day. What did I say? Yeah, Blink One Eighty Two. Uh, no Green Day. Dirt Dirt because it's like the noise the bass Dirt 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 Dirt. Corn. Andy and I were talking about Corn this weekend. Their names are like Flippy Monkey, and t- <laughs> Monkey, and Fieldy. Uh, no, and what the other this? one isn't the other one from uh, isn't the other one Trey Cool? Trey Cool's the other one, right? In Green Day, in Green yeah. Day, Trey. Yeah, but cool. that's he comes from a long line of cools. <laughs> line of His cools. dad is Joe, actually. <laughs> <laughs> His dad is Joe. His dad is Joe Cool, who is famously Snoopy's alter ego. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I wish that more dogs had an alter ego, like like any dog that I've ever had in my life. I'll talk. I've got a situation with the dog and a thing, man. I've yeah. got. I no, I got you. <laughs> any dog I've ever had has never worn a sweatshirt and sunglasses and smoked cigarettes. I've never had that before. These are the guys from Corn. Yeah, Jonathan Davis. Right, Monkey, Fieldy. Head, Ray. How did Jonathan Davis slip through the cracks there? <laughs> to be fair, Fieldy's name Jonathan is... Davis's legal government name is Poopy. <laughs> John Davis is the guy who wrote Garfield, right? <laughs> <laughs> my name, my government name is Poopy, but well, in this Jim. band, I no. go by Jonathan, Jonathan Davis. Jonathan uh, Davis. Jim uh, Davis. Field, Fieldy's name is Reginald Aravizu. So what I get why mean? if you play, if you play, he's been in corn for. 
25 years. What was the monkey found God and left corn? Head found God and left corn. <laughs> when we were up north, I thought monkey found God and left corn. Head found God and left corn. But, okay, Take so, that sentence out of context and try to unpack it. What is head found God and left corn? What, is that, left what corn. does any of that mean? Although, so head found God and left corn in 2005, in 2013. He was back in the fold. He, he, he said, is, fuck God. I'm back said, to corn. God. Uh, I think he. You can't I, have God without corn. He said. <laughs> I think. I t- like I true. Like corn. Uh, like they were mad at him for leaving and finding God. But they were all addicted to heroin. Like they were all oh, like the, really yikes. doing like hard drugs. So I think like some of them have had to leave the band. To get so you. they didn't die. <laughs> it's uh, really like corn. Corn. When you hear about them talking about like the late nineties, it it sounds like like it's a party for a while, and then it's like a I'm starting. Party. I'm starting yeah, a right? band. Yeah. I'm starting yeah. a band. S K W A S H squash. I'm starting. I'm starting. Which a letter new, is backwards? The W. <laughs> <laughs> Smash. The W is backwards. If mean, only I know it. The W is backwards and upside down and upside down again. Yeah, so can it's you, squash. Squash. Imagine if you were talking to normal people and you're like, I can tell when W's are backwards. I, can, I have... I have I'm in I have I'm uh, I have an enlightened state where I can tell if a W is backwards. A lot of or people not. think around the world is a repetitive. I can hear. All I can hear. I can hear the difference between, between every time the they world. say around the world, <laughs> but only I. Can. Oakley, I can hear. It. And they're only saying it to me. Oakley, I can hear it. They're talking to me. Daft Punk is talking. They're to telling me. me. They're telling me what to do and where to go with every around the world. <laughs> I know specifically what part of the world they're talking about every time they say it. <laughs> They're leaving every 148 times Daft, they say it. I know the specific Daft, world geographical Daft, reference yeah. point. Daft Punk is Andy's Dave David Berkowitz's dog. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Around the world is my is my helter skelter. <laughs> <laughs> They're telling and blood scrawl around the world, misspelled on somebody's wall around the world. That's very funny. I, how do you fumble the ball that much? Where you you get to the point where you're going to you're going to uh, freak out a whole town by spreading somebody's blood over a wall and writing the name of a famous Beatles song. You misspell it. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Helter Skelter. It's, how do you not do it both? Like, you know they rhyme. The song's Helter Skelter. Why was it Helter Skelter? I agree. We should judge them by their literacy. <laughs> we gotta That's judge, the metric by which we... got to judge Squeaky Fromm by her, her, her spelling ability. They were doing... Drugs and cult stuff, and then we're like, "But how well do you read and write? How well do you read and write? Because I need you to write some <laughs> some crazy shit in blood. <laughs> you gotta spell I, check I your keep, blood messages. Um, like Facebook's algorithm knows that I've watched some Vice documentaries in the past. Sure, who so most of my recommended videos, like if I'm just you know what's great about through? those Vice guys is they have no qualms about paying money to uh, current members of Al-Qaeda for interviews. <laughs> no no worries about that at all. What cool guys. It's, there's a lot to talk about with the Vice Empire. <laughs> yeah. The Proud Boys are... Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> also, they were founded by the guy that made Proud Boys. So, 
what like it's all clips from whatever they're like they had their documentary show and then for brief briefly they had a full channel right so whatever whatever it is there's a ton of content and facebook feeds it to me whenever i'm scrolling through videos in one and a half minute chunks yeah. they're like part one of 12 of this documentary i've seen the same couple chunks of some vice documentary about pazuzu that one cult guy yeah. who whatever like a zillion times like i'm i'm watching my favorite like, way to watch stuff is in a couple chunks a couple chunks <laughs> pay no mind to these lesser clumps yeah, please watch our best no, clumps of I this need the, i need the major clump i need the major clumps, clumps. Of- i need i need like one or two clumps of vice right now and that's all i need i don't want to pay attention to the lesser clumps no i want to see the main clumps so i'll be watching like like darren your channel or whatever and if I like scroll down, it'll just be like three quarters of the way into a Vice documentary about Pazuzu, the cult leader. <laughs> Pazuzu. It's very annoying. Isn't Pazuzu the, the little green guy from Flintstones? <laughs> yeah. The great Pazoo. That's him. Pazuzu. I was thinking about how Viva Rock Vegas should just be the the title of all sequels. The Godfather yeah. 2, Viva Rock Vegas. Why do, we, why do we make such a big deal out of Electric Boogaloo? The anything colon Viva Rock Vegas, Vegas? is that rule? Yeah, that rules. That's that's awesome. Can you imagine if the it English was Star Wars? Two. Viva Rock Vegas. Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> Star Wars Six. Viva Rock I would, Vegas. I will tell you right now, Hollywood. If you if you produce English Patient Two, Viva Rock Vegas, I will be there on opening day. <laughs> That'll be my first trip back to the movie theater in over a year. <laughs> Sophie's Choice Two, Viva Rock. That Vegas. actually tracks for me because the last movie I saw in the theaters was Cats, <laughs> by myself alone in an empty theater. Cats Two, Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> Cats Two, Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> More buttholes. More buttholes. It was really upsetting that they took the buttholes out. Because if anybody, if you own cats out there, you understand how um, prevalent a uh, cat butthole is in your life. Have we talked about the hairless cat stuff? What about, I don't know. I, you can't just say, <laughs> have we talked about the hairless cat remember. stuff? I don't know. We talk a lot. <laughs> we we talk, talk to lot. each other a lot. We talk at each other a lot. <laughs> we talk over <laughs> each other a lot. We yell over each other a lot. Our friendship is talking at and past each other as much as we possible. We put these headphones on when we record this. I turn down the volume so I can't hear yeah, you mine guys, are, and mine I'm are, just my voice. <laughs> <are> noise canceling. <laughs> I'm trying to block out I'm whatever wear- you guys are saying so I can shout about something. I'm wearing those headphones they wear in the family feud <laughs> when they're like at the final part where they can't hear their, their friends. Andy's wearing like headphones that someone on a riding lawnmower, he's listening to 98.7 <laughs> FM while he records uh, I've got like the huge uh, headphones somebody puts on their baby to go to a concert. <laughs> Don't bring your baby to a concert. I know. It's always so a baby. Oh, no, dude, it's cool. He got gun range headphones. On. Yeah, I've taken that the precaution. Gun and not yeah, spending $130 on the biggest noise canceling headphones I can instead of hiring a babysitter. <laughs> so my my kid, my newborn infant can be surrounded by pot smoke and spilled beer. I was reading about someone who had an internship at a place like a cool office where they had a hairless cat. But what the people who like had the office didn't realize is that because the cats don't have fur, they don't have anything. So, so when they sit down on a table, they boobies. leave little butt puckers <laughs> of where their butt, like it, like, they're like, like, oh. 
<laughs> so the interns had to go around wiping up all the butt blockers off the <laughs> like they're like they're it's got its own like individual it gets a suction, stamp. Like, <laughs> like like it can it can stamp its it can stamp its presence around the office. Like claim thing. Like this is my laptop now. That's my butt pucker seal. <laughs> there's a reason there's hair around butts and stuff. That's it's it, it's nature's toilet it's paper. Nature's toilet paper. <laughs> uh, everyone can agree that hair is nature's, nature's toilet, toilet paper. paper. That's why I don't shave down there. <laughs> I haven't wiped in 13 years. Yeah, I don't shave my toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> shave my toilet. I haven't wiped in 13 years. <laughs> my ass is hairy enough. I don't have to. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, incredible. That's incredible. Hey, good for you, man. Yeah, man. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Uh, That's a life hack. Put that on life, life hack. Life hack. Grow your ass hair out so you don't have to wipe. You ever read the read the website Life Hacker? I don't know. It's part of the like Gizmodo, like old Gawker family. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going through that, you know, funnel of stuff, like if I read like Gizmodo and Jezebel or whatever. I'll go to Lifehacker, and it's always like, if you put all your cereal in a garbage bag, it makes it much easier to just like get it. <laughs> just just <laughs> funnel it into your mouth. It's like you can just like put the toothpaste like and just like tape it to your wall, and then you just it's easy. It's like, how can I find two seconds in my day extra? Yeah, I hate that stuff. <laughs> if you just if you just leave the mustard open in your in it your never fridge. gets a little crap on the top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, just leave the cap off the milk. It'll be fine. If you get home from buying groceries, if you just put mustard on all the bread right away, you don't you, have to to make sandwiches if you don't, later. If you don't sit down to poop, you you <laughs> you like cumulatively over a year. If you don't sit down to poop, you save two and a half minutes. <laughs> you, you spend two and a half minutes of your year sitting down and standing up from pooping. <laughs> Have, there's something stuck in my head of Connor O'Malley in one of his videos <laughs> talking about like the Benghazi videos. Like I've seen it 300 times. I know crazy shit. Like, did you know that 200 people a year, 200 people die every day taking a shit at McDonald's? <laughs> every time someone starts telling me a statistic, I yeah. just hear like 300 people every day die taking a shit at McDonald's <laughs> in his voice. Uh, it's very dumb. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know? <laughs> 50 people every year scald their genitals trying to fuck a, a <laughs> orange they put in the microwave. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Everybody knows it's 18 <laughs> seconds. It depends on what you kind guys of know, you right? Got. What? Depends on what kind of microwave you got. What, what kind of microwave you got and how strong your junk is. And what kind of orange we're doing. Yeah. A blood orange. A cutie? A, a cutie. Yeah. Fuck the cutie. I fucked the cutie. <laughs> <laughs> Do not take that sentence out of context. <laughs> that kind of, <laughs> there's like the whole QAnon community that got upset about that movie cuties <laughs> oh we, yeah we, we, take, we take i fucked a cutie out of context it no could no we're us. not talking about weird stuff we're talking about an orange we're, we're talking about you fucking put it in a the tiny orange you fuck it yeah <laughs> i hit, the, ba- I hit the back fucked? walls on that cutie <laughs> <laughs> what pa- what part of the orange is the front walls and what part is the back walls? depends on where you cut a hole <laughs> <laughs> after american pie came out how many people fuck Depends food? Depends on where you cut a hole. 
How many people scalded themselves uh, trying to have sex with a pie? How many people fucked food after American Pie? Uh, it was how many an people epidemic. fucked food before American Honestly, Pie? Honestly, um, <clears throat> we could have solved world world hunger with all the food we fucked in America <laughs> after that movie. <laughs> it was you just eaten it after. <laughs> you could have. Yeah, I could. Yeah, did did I eat all those oranges? Yes. Did I did I feel good about it? No. 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 Do <laughs> I do I feel can like, I did it give you a stomachache? Yes. Can I not eat an orange now if I haven't fucked it? Yes. <laughs> have I Pavlovianly made my brain expect the saltiness of semen uh, uh coating every orange that I put in my mouth? Yes. It is very upsetting to go to the grocery store with you because you have <laughs> really like you've really worn some treads into your brain yeah. that when you are around food do do I know exactly what I want in a cantaloupe <laughs> yes <laughs> just, cantaloupe's the thinking man's watermelon cantaloupe what does that mean <laughs> cantaloupe is is it's the it's, it's, the, it's the melon. It's the melon it's the of melon. the future. <laughs> it's the melon for fans of melon. Watermelon. Oh, yeah. uh, that's for everybody. Uh, that's that's cantaloupe a good is food. the melon's melon. Cantaloupe <laughs> is is like you love yeah. you love melon. Honeydew is the melon for little weirdos. <laughs> honeydew. Where do, where do we, what do we do with that? I genuinely what do we hate do honeydew. With honeydew? I, I genuinely think honeydew is honey the worst. Don't the worst right? melon. Absolutely. <laughs> worst melon. Top five melons. Top five. What I don't even know where the I'm first not- off melons. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <I> like jugs. <laughs> Fucking jugs. Top five melons, number one. Melons, right, fellas? <laughs> right, fellas? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, we can all, we're we can all agree. We can all, we're high-fiving right now. We can all agree that the number one melon Mel- is melons. Yeah, yeah. I love that we can talk like we this. We can just talk about... <laughs> We could finally talk Big like this. milkers. Big old <laughs> swinging milky juggy buggies. Oh, mama, hacho macho. <laughs> Why is it that they call it milkers, though? What is it? I was looking up things with melon in the name for this bit because I didn't have any. I know. That was the only one I had. <laughs> um, but why is it that it's milkers? And then what is like, what is it that, why is that a, what melons I get because they're the shape of it. Be, but probably be, because of the milk. What? The, well, the, the milk. They, there's milk. And then they fucking this sell sucks. it at the <laughs> <laughs> Character working on that guy. That guy a character I'm workshopping. I I studied. I I sunk six thousand dollars into uh, Groundlings online classes <laughs> to uh, develop a character that doesn't understand that milk comes. <laughs> I'm the next Phil Hartman. Yeah, <laughs> working what? at what? <laughs> Why do they call a milk? That's like L. Franken energy. <laughs> Uh, but honestly, that character would crush on us in all the 70s. Oh, yeah. yeah they'd make a movie out of that. <laughs> I got to get in touch with Lorne. <laughs> Lorne? I don't Lorne. know about breast milk. <laughs> I 
Lord, I don't know. What are milkers? Lord, what are milkers? That guy's brand is drinking white wine. <laughs> what an incredible energy. Someone in the SNL oral history book, live from New York, said that he truly believes Lorne Michaels is the first guy to wear a blazer with jeans. He's like, he's like, I'm not joking. This bu- this book is full of people doing bits. I truly think Lorne invented the energy and the look of blazer with jeans. So he, it's his fault. Yeah, like that energy of like, I'm fun. I'm wearing <laughs> jeans, but I have a blazer on. Business and I'm on top. Wine. Cowboy. On the <laughs> cowboy on the bottom. Business on the top, cowboy on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> jeans is cowboy, right? That's where jeans we get cowboy. jeans. Jeans cowboy is responsible for jeans. Cow- yeah, they, they jeans was to. practical, and we made jeans fashionable. I also but think then of they jeans, called them dungarees. I also think of jeans as being prospectors, right? Like when I think of people like panhandling for gold in the gold rush in the 1800s i think of guys in jeans those pe- those guys back then would buy one piece of canvas for 40 cents and that was all their clothes for six years <laughs> <laughs> Can you and, imagine having to make your clothes i have a, de- I have a depressing that? story about this for off the show oh, Ooh, okay <laughs> <laughs> I got a spicy story. What does for it mean if, it, if it's too sad or too too bad anything for homophilia? Anything, anything that's too anything for homophilia is is some dark <laughs> stuff. Oh boy, milkers. I, <laughs> it's a good character. I I got a good character. Yeah, dude. I got, I got a sketch. It's uh, it's milkers guy meets the two wild and crazy guys. That's my that's my Saturday Night Live sketch. That's a billion dollars. Those billion guys dollars, definitely dude. know. They do. <laughs> that's a billion. No, that whole idea. sketch is just them getting back to because we're two wild and crazy guys. Right. That that's was back, the Hulk sketch. That was back when. Uh, yeah, the funniest thing in the world was two horny Europeans. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is uh that was the whole that was the whole premise of that sketch. Look at how funny these Europeans are. And I I think that like I think that was very much a type of that era though. Like Eastern European dudes like who have come to America for disco. Like that look <laughs> Is like stereotyped in the sketch. Now we have to go to Europe for disco. I know. Now we have to go to Europe for disco. We've outsourced our <laughs> and, disco. And and that's they, I am not welcome back. We've outsourced our disco. That is humiliating. We used to make disco used, domestically. You know what? We used to make we disco. We used to make disco. Disco was disco made here. Disco was made here. We've outsourced it. We've outsourced it. Uh, uh, we've we've we found uh, we found musicians in other parts of the world that will make disco for cheaper. I'm sorry, but you know what? I like good old-fashioned American I disco. I like union disco. I like union disco. <laughs> back, back, when, back, when a, 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 back when a man could raise his family on a single disco salary. Yep. Absolutely. Two cars put, in the driveway. He could put two kids disco. through college and retire just on disco. Where is that, you America? You could have a house up north on disco. You could, yeah, you could have a, you could have a little hot college. And you don't have to go to college. You don't even have to go to college to make you disco. Could just, you could just get, you got your degree, you walked you across the stage, pot. and you walked into the disco factory. You could start smoking pot at 13, fuck up all the way through high, high school, get your GED, and then, and then make a living off 
disco in this. Back then, you didn't have to go online and apply. You walked into Studio 54, and you said, are there any openings? And yeah. they said, yeah, we need someone to do and disco. Then you, and, then, and then you would apprentice <laughs> under a disco master. And you would, spend, you would spend three years working in the grime and getting your hands dirty and developing disco calluses. And That's then the eventually- We have discouraged kids from going into the trades. We have discouraged. Right? We have discouraged. <laughs> Children from going into the trades. Yeah. Right? We tell them to go, oh, get your liberal arts degree. Oh. Back then, you used to make disco. You worked with your hands. Oh, you worked with your hands. You were in the dirt and grind. You made disco. You made disco. You, 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 you snapped your fingers on those awful bass <laughs> strings. Because we got away. When when FDR did the New Deal, yeah. he, set, he recognized we got to put Americans to work. And he hired all these people to do infrastructure and make some of the biggest disco, the biggest in the disco, world. giant disco, sturdy, Massive sturdy disco. disco. That disco, disco will be standing. Changed the direction of the Chicago <laughs> that, River. That day, <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> did that with they disco. Reversed, they reversed the direction of the it, we did of the Chicago River with the disco, power of disco. disco. They did that. That All was Americans. Joe Lunchpail would would pack a sandwich now, and go make now disco. What? Now you you go to a four year university and put yourself into debt so you can write memos about disco. It's that's not America. It's humiliating that's when I America? when I need a little disco, and I gotta pay some guy a hundred and eighty five dollars an hour. Plus, you know, cost of parts yeah. to come to my house and 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 it's fix awful. my disco. It's humiliating. I want, uh, yeah, I want to invest in American disco. That's what I want. We, we I wish that that was part of the platform. Yeah. I, people are just pushing papers about disco now. Oh my they're god, just you're so far removed. They're just transferring royalties of disco from company to company. That's people's job now. People, you know. People are are, are uh, uh, Wall Street trading pork barrel disco stock. That's to, not America. We gotta seize the means. We gotta seize the of means of the production, production. <laughs> disco production. <laughs> we as a as a society have to rise up and and take back disco production for the people. Disco. We have to take back disco. That's but, what Upton Sinclair was writing about in. Um, yeah, back 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 in the early 1900s, uh, people would just fall into the disco vats and become the beat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it was crazy. We would, we would just feast, and you would like it. We would just feast on the beat of disco and people, and mm -hmm. people. Yeah, yeah, we consumed. Every American consumed 1.5 full humans of disco every year. Yeah, and I don't. We got, want, we got the wrong so, message from the those books. We we thought it was about it. it we we embraced regulation and we got ourselves to a, a safer space, but we went too far. Disco's too safe now. Disco's too safe now. They've you they've De busted regulate disco. The, no, 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 we don't need not, we don't need deregulation. We need we need regulation to to rebuild the foundation of the disco worker in right, America. Right, right, right. Yeah, we need to invest. 
We should deregulate disco so we can make unsafe disco for cheap. <laughs> no more weekends. Okay. Okay. Whoa, 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 and then, whoa, 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 and if whoa. we take away the weekends we and you, you can work, why, we why would you only work nine to five when you can work eight to eight? If and we, then if you show up you, and, you, and you're in a, and we get rid of you off the line. If we really go for it, we can have kids making disco. <laughs> they let the kids make the disco. <laughs> oh, who gives a shit if a they couple kids lose to go to school? Why are we paying yeah. for them to go to school when they could be making disco? full time you know you know what might help the single the single income family is if their kids bring home All a disco income. paycheck five yeah. income families 13 year olds bringing home a disco paycheck every week that could really get america moving you know, what, it, what is retirement you don't retire from this you don't this goes, goes in this goes you don't retire you are disco disco retires from yeah, you 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 uh, you you Die in the middle of making disco, and that's a noble way to go out. <laughs> Back then, in the old days. Back then, people would send their kids to, like, nine-year-old kids to the disco uh, to the disco mines to, to uncover yeah. beats. Well, in the old, old days, like, if you didn't own acres of disco production, you had no say in society. <laughs> You'd have all these peasants who just lived in the ants, uh, the just outside of yeah. your disco lands. And I mean, yeah. Think the, about the, how many the disco peasants would come <laughs> work on your how, disco castle. How many powerful disco landlords sat idly by while the disco peasants died of chic love? Absolutely. <laughs> and that's the problem with with music of the past is that's always been a monarchy. We've had yeah. the king of pop and the king of rock and roll <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need the voice the president of disco <laughs> democratically elected <laughs> president of disco we're talking about feudal disco is <laughs> <laughs> what is going on Dis- i don't know Discocracy. this is homophilia we're a simpsons a podcast a we talk about the simpsons every week my name's devin Rose. my name's andy reed i'm darren shelton and we need to seize the control of and we disco. need to either do communism with disco or we need to return to like feudalism right <laughs> we're saying that i should own a castle and be in charge of all of disco and i should be king and queen or or we agree that workers deserve rights and stuff yeah one and or whichever the other. way it goes as long we as have, i come out on top of this late stage of disco capitalism <laughs> is not working and we need to swing hard one way or the yeah, other absolutely. <laughs> yeah. all of the richest disco people are currently sinking money into going into space because they know they need I to know. escape. They have so much money that they're just trying to create space disco now. <laughs> well, they've they have space disco is a real genre. They've completely they've completely <laughs> that's uh, a real sound <laughs> that we listen to. Elon Musk understands that if capitalism keeps going the way it go, it's going, that there will not be Earth disco to be made in fifty years. He, so he is investing all of his incredible wealth into space disco instead it's of trying. Up. to- It is fucked up. It's fucked up that we are going to try and mine space for their disco. Yeah, resources. I know. When when if we just sit down and reverse course and focus here. There is plenty of disco to go around, they, and we can and we can heal the earth through the power they of disco. Take these cracks and they blast People. water into it. It's such intense that it creates velocity disco. that it creates disco. It breaks rocks a mile down. The, the, the <laughs> stream of water fracks rocks a mile down and creates incredible uh, disco noises that uh, make my tummy hurt. No, that's called. Freedom Disco. 
Freedom Disco. <laughs> That's how they got the song Good Times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People will know that, that Good Times, one of the most uh, undeniable disco tracks of all time, is the result of disco fracking. <laughs> It's devastating. It's devastating. But in the seventies, we didn't know. About we didn't know about it. We didn't know about it. <laughs> and to, it was okay. So, yeah. but we have to reverse course. Absolutely. We need people. We need people like the Elon Musk's of disco to stop investing in space. Come here and fix the problems here. We need money to make green disco. We need public discotation. <laughs> we need green disco. <laughs> green disco. <laughs> We need the green. know what green We need the green new disco. We need green new disco. Nothing will improve without green new disco. <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio Disco. <laughs> <laughs> the green new disco. Uh, green new disco is a genre too. Green New Disco. Uh, disco t- uh, Alexandria Disco. Well, <laughs> I can't. It's, it's too many like. Alexandria Ocasio Disco. Ocasio Disco. I can't Dis- do it. Disco Tez's Green New Disco. <laughs> she's Fuck. Like, she's working with BG Sanders. <laughs> yeah. BG Sanders. <laughs> yeah, that works. They're really working hard to save. Yeah, the- and some people think that the that BG's Sanders should should sit down and let the next generation take over, but he's an undeniable legend in the field. Yeah, <laughs> an undeniable legend in the field of disco, disco legislation, <laughs> disco legislation. He's working really hard to save. Disco the- is short for disco. You know, people make fun of BG's Sanders, but if you throw him in on a set, everybody grooves. Everyone goes hard. Everybody- he's one of those guys where it's like you think you like him for yeah. the hits he had back then but then he comes up and he's spinning stuff and you're like oh this could be anybody yeah. this is good this yeah. is new you he's, think you think like like you you like you think bg sanders is just like a noise from the past but if you just subtly mix it into to the middle of something All everybody of freaks absolutely out. he's working really hard to save the earth wind and fire <laughs> god damn it this bit has gone on for way longer than I thought it would. We have been we have been talking about disco. What you don't Ev- understand. We talk about disco so much. Is we talk about disco so much. I would say we speak about disco to each other for four or five hours every week. Every week. <laughs> Old disco. New, new disco. disco. The idea that music that is being created now is disco, <laughs> whether or not people will admit it. <laughs> we talk about that all the time. You know how many times I've looked at my friend Devin and said, people will not admit that this is disco, <laughs> but it is. <laughs> what does that mean? We all like disco. <laughs> okay, okay, we all, we all like, like disco. disco. But we but we, we, we talk. We, yeah. we, we, okay, we everybody, everybody likes Everybody likes disco. Oh, yeah, everybody likes disco. But we like disco. We like disco. People don't understand disco on a granular level. Disco, it's never stopped being disco. No one has ever invested enough brain power into disco to understand. If we all just pointed our brains at disco, we could fix this thing. If we all just scoop out our That's a good poll quote. If we all just pointed our brains at disco, we could fix this thing. We could all fix this thing. If we all just focused our 
our own intelligent energy into disco, disco. <laughs> everything would be better. Everything. We should we we should watch Saturday Night Fever sometime. For as oh, much as we dark, talk about disco movie. stuff, it is dark and like plot wise, it's dark. But aesthetically, watching that kind of so dance floor you know movie would be cool. You, you, you know what watched, I was thinking about the opening though? scene. Okay. I was just gonna say, you know what I was thinking about that we we do need to watch again and make sure Devin watches this time is you don't mess with the Zohan. I keep yeah, thinking I, got, of, I, got, I keep <laughs> thinking about I, I every time we talk, every time we talk about disco, which is all the time. I there's literally a chorus they return to in that movie That's where the group of men go, Disco, disco, good, good, disco, disco, good. <laughs> I do need to every watch. time. Yeah, dude, it's I literally to that. it is I the pinnacle of our type of comedy That's, right there. That's an interesting point because every time we talk, <laughs> yeah, I get this feeling. <laughs> And every time I reach, I touch, we reach for the sky. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, well, yeah. So uh, Saturday Fever, very dark movie. We watched the opening scene we did. of the sequel, Staying Alive. Why did we only watch the opening scene? I don't remember. Because like we had, we were more fired up about other garbage that yes, day. Yes, I think that's why we were. Just, I I said like let's watch the opening scene of this, and we moved on. We do need. We to gotta watch, watch that because that movie. That movie. Let's do them as a one two. Okay. That movie is Saturday Night Fever without any of the um uh, uh, cool uh stuff. Oh, any <laughs> any cool pretext stuff. of being stuff. a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> he becomes he becomes like a Broadway dancer in the second one. It's not about some just like New Jersey dirtbag surviving through the world. He's like a famous broad it's like it's like um John Travolta's showgirls. <laughs> we should Okay, wait, 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 wait. We should do we should do uh, we should do a cut of Saturday Night Fever, and then every time he's supposed to dance to a BG song, we should just do something from Discovery. Ah. We should put that cut together and watch it. That would be really nuts. I would watch that movie. That would be really cool. <laughs> what would great. that look like? What would that look like? I I invested in a DJ controller this week. Oh yeah, you did. I am oh, not a DJ man. mind control. You can I, now control it, people. With, I can control DJ's minds. <laughs> you can control DJ's now. Uh, controlling DJ's with your mind is just um, uh, uh, stumbling up to the stand and hey, yelling. Can you play Black Eyed Peas? <laughs> <laughs> My wife and you I love that song. You play Will I Am? Do you know? Can you play that? Can you play that? I know that. I know the bride and her What's father are song? dancing, but whatever's at when that's over. That's can you, over. Can you play can you that play song it? that goes up a dee bop a die? Can you play that? My wife and I love. Can you play that one that goes up a dee bop a die? I love and uh, and who did let the dogs who out? Who did let and the can dogs you, can, out? Can we figure it out <laughs> together? I blue up a dee bop a die. That one. Here's that. two dollars. Play Baja <laughs> man. Play Baja man, bro. You know what's funny? I was reading an uh, uh, an article today. About, no. about some get out of town about you, some uh i'm proud of you buddy about some cryptocurrency or something like the next like dogecoin or whatever the hell and i was about i was like about to tales go buy of some. the cryptocurrency i was about something? to go buy some and then <laughs> no. i read that the founder's name of this company is lou bagel crypto number five <laughs> and then i immediately was like i'm not gonna go do that because it seems like a bit crypto number five Blue bagel. <laughs> we never got to hear Mambo's one through four. No, they died in the lab. <laughs> they died in the lab. Yeah. Like they were all he like to, they. He they almost got to full yeah. like growth. They got too but powerful. They were too fucked up. And yeah, like, they he had to drown them all. They were like really messed up looking. He, they didn't like, look. He he right. considers himself 
a father to all Mambo. Yeah. So he took it upon himself to drown Mambo's one through four when it when he realized that if they Call got me too when powerful. there's Lombada number five. <laughs> <laughs> there's another version of that that could have been the Lombada number five. <laughs> like oh there's every every we should talk about the Simpsons. <laughs> We saw, this episode was a good one. It was, it was Mr. Great. Plow. We, we haven't even talked about it. We're here for Mr. Plow, one Mr. of the most Plow. fantastic episodes of Simpsons of all time. This is the uh, really overall uh, episode number 68 overall. This is November 19th. Oh, my God. Uh-oh, next week's a good one. Oh, hell yeah, Are we going to do 69 on 420? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That is very funny. Uh, November 19th, 1992. Uh, this is a uh, Homer and Barney episode. The chalkboard gag is a burp is not an answer. Uh, the couch gag is the small chair couch gag. Uh, but uh, this is, yeah, this is Mr. Plow. Uh, you know, it was uh, titled Mr. Plow with a G-H, not a W, in the UK and New Zealand. Uh, it's for some reason before the synopsis on the website. Mr. Uh, but anyway, so this is af- they do stuff over there. Uh, after Homer wrecks both of the family cars in a snowstorm, he purchases oh, a snowplow truck and uses it to start a business as Mr. Plow, which proves to be surprisingly successful. Uh, things go well for Homer until Barney starts his own snowplow business, the Plow King, competing with Homer uh, and steals all of Homer's customers. Let's get up. Every line in this episode is a joke. Yeah, it is I, not as uh, there were not. I think because I've seen this one more than some of the other ones, it was not like as hard of a laugher as some of the yeah. more recent weeks. I don't know. There but were the, so many. Uh, the the premise of it is just so funny to me. I like this. Like this a lot. is a great, uh, just a, just a perfect yeah. Homer premise. He buys a snowplow. That fucking rule. We had we had. Uh, I mean, we had gr- like great uh, Troy McClure off the off the bat. Erotic Adventures of Hercules is like one of his most famous. Dial M yeah. for murderousness. Dial M for murderousness. We watched Homer drink brine. One thing I didn't remember is Troy McClure opens. Like it cuts from his stilts up to him. That yeah. was such a funny visual gag. I, yeah, I thought that was so funny. wonderful. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't. Well, know. the whole like, premise is is how Homer's watching this this uh, kind of circus special hosted by Troy McClure at the bar, and that's Carnival the of the Stars. Carnival of the Stars, and that's the reason he's not going to go home, even though the snow this snow is uh, starting. Yeah, uh, which that's that's a funny thing. He I yeah, crashes uh, his his car, into but his even car. before that, he's in the radio. He's in the car, and the radio goes. It's <laughs> the radio, and he goes. It's no picnic out there, which is a great little. I mean, uh, the radio. other guy goes. Yeah. Yeah, it's no fun out there. And he goes, you're dead weight, Marty. <laughs> yeah. Dead weight, Marty. Uh, like Bart's watching TV at, from home and Krusty gets attacked by lions at the Carnival of the Stars. Skip it. And he changed you know, as his favorite clown is getting mauled by tigers. Bart changes the channel and goes, eh, he'll be getting chewed on for a while. <laughs> it's incredible energy. That is that is a very modern feeling. Oh yeah. 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 There were yeah, there was a lot in this episode that felt like the kind of like absurdist humor that we see now. Uh um, so so Homer crashes the car into the car and the insurance guy's there and he's like, "What were you doing? What is this Moe's that you went to before?" <laughs> and he's like he, he's talking to his brain, which is already one of my favorite Homer interactions. It's him so talking great. to his brain. And he's like, "Well, don't tell him you're at a bar." Uh so he goes I was at a pornography store buying pornography. And then his brain goes, I would have never thought of that. <laughs> I would have never thought of that. That's a very good bit. Good bit. 
incredible when he he is driving through a terrible blizzard and he rear ends a car and he gets out and he looks and he's like well at least i got him as bad as he got me and then it pans out and it's marge's car incredible when he's buying a new car and he's at this like like Baltic he's at a Eastern place. European he's, he's at a place called Crazy Vaclav's Place of Automobiles. This is the same energy as like Clav Galash. Oh yeah, he's he's asking about this little tiny like three wheel like looking it's like European a car. Yeah, he's like it gets three hundred hectares on a single tank of kerosene. <laughs> <laughs> Homer That's asks the same the guy, energy where... as like it gets forty rods to the hog's head. Yeah, it's what... like it's just its own it's just... thing, its own measurement. Homer's like, where did like what? country did this car come from he and the guy's like it doesn't exist anymore <laughs> that's a very fun early 90s thing oh, yeah. of like the turmoil of post well, they, it's like making fun of the yugo which is which is like a yugoslavian car that was imported to the united states yeah. one of them famously was caught in a windstorm on the mackinac bridge and flew off <laughs> that like happened you know what other car could fly and we didn't get mad at that delorean greece <laughs> And they flew away, and who's mad at them? And but you goes bad, and we make fun of it in the Simpsons. And that's true. <laughs> that's true. Second John Travolta picture. We're talking about on the podcast. We're talking today. about so many. And we're, we're gonna get the Battlefield Earth. We're gonna later. get the Battlefield Earth. We'll get we're, we'll get the Lucas talking. <laughs> we're gonna look who's talking. We're gonna look at who's talking. What's that would be a different <laughs> movie if it was called Look at look Who's Talking. talking. <laughs> Every movie you look at who's yeah, talking. What is this what are you talking about? I'm, I'm always looking at who's talking <laughs> when I watch a movie. <laughs> You've made a bad movie if I'm not looking at who's talking. <laughs> look at who's talking. And it's just like a, a series of of like <laughs> more and more unbelievable people that are talking at you. <laughs> oh my god, oh he's my talking. God. <laughs> At me. That guy's in a coma. He's talking to me. How's that working? <laughs> Look at who's talking. He's in a coma. <laughs> we got some incredible Adam West in this episode. Oh, yeah. He was so So funny. I know we made the, the Stewie-philia bit at the beginning of this, but it's always funny to see moments like this. This is this is like a 15 years, a decade before Family Guy starts, yeah. and they make – uh, they make a uh, a conscious effort to involve Adam West in like some like schlocky joke, uh, uh, re- repeating joke. What, uh, Darren? What? What? When did this come out? Uh, November 19, nineteen ninety two. Okay, ninety two. Look well. The television pilot written by Conan and Robert Smigel, um, starring Adam West, uh, had wasn't picked up, but they broadcast it once, mm. July twenty eighth, ninety one. Oh, okay. So he had just gotten done working with them. In it, Adam West plays a washed-up TV action hero, and he really believes he can solve crime. That it sounds like very an incredible. Funny. The pilot. TV we'll show. watch the pilot someday. It's very funny. It's very in Conan's voice. Yeah, like what Adam West is doing in this episode is of the from Simpsons that. is the whole show. So yeah. they have they have um, they have this like lazy, tired Adam West bit throughout Family Guy, and you watch this. And you're like, oh, this is why The Simpsons is like the most famous adult cartoon of all time because yeah. every, every any time Family Guy tries this same bit, it falls flat. But that like him, like Adam, Adam West in this, it's not making fun of Adam West. It's not like po- punching down to him. It's just like he makes his entire rest of his career doing this. Yeah, but I think this and Conan's pilot is the were beginning the first of that. time anyone. D- you know, before that, Adam West was just it wasn't 
funny. Well, he's talked about it before how he he didn't he wasn't fully prepared for how like how comedic the Batman thing was and he never he he had to reconcile with himself the way the world looked at him and the way he looked at himself and eventually I think yeah probably this like the Conan thing and this Simpsons thing probably helped him find there's like a Wysoian element to realizing that you're the joke he knew Batman was funny right the show but I don't think he didn't. He I don't knew that he would be viewed as, as funny. the punchline. Yeah, you know, like the show is funny. It's a comedy show, and you're doing bits. But the world was like, "Look at." Yeah, I at think he West. he was like, "Oh, I, I'm Batman, so now I can go do action movies or be a serious actor." And it right. just like, I think it fucked with him for a while. If you ever want to see a truly wonderful and uplifting documentary, the Adam West one. It's so sweet and nice. The The through line of it is that they're trying to get him a star on the Hollywood Walk of uh, Fame or whatever. And he's like, come close one year. And it didn't quite work out. And it's just kind of like his kids trying to get the star and telling the story of his life. It is so good. You have to pay like $50,000 to get. Yeah. So you have to get nominated or whatever. And they have to say yes. And, and then, then you have to you pay have to them pay like 50 it. grand. So that's why that's why people like I don't know like Denzel Washington or what like there's there's like serious actors that are like I don't I don't care no, that's humiliating that's hum- I'm not gonna pay you fifty thousand dollars I, I to- think it is very sweet if it is you know on behalf of a legend let's yeah. all band together and do it yeah but it's nuts if you're a rich powerful titan and you're like time to pay for time my- to pay for my star I deserve this I earned it. Uh, that being said, we're starting uh, we're an Indiegogo for a Homerphilia star. We don't have a lot. We work in th- like theater and stuff. And if you could just pitch in yeah. $50,000. We're, $50, we're going $50, to put our star We're going to put our star in front of Planet Ant. It's going in front of Planet Ant. Yeah. It's going to look just like a Hollywood Walk of Fame star, though. If, like, anything, if we raise any Marvel. money um, like over the $50,000, we're going to put a second star yeah. in front of and, Planet Ant. And like that, like, well, t- TBD what that star will we be. We don't know what it's going to say. Be one we of don't our... know who it's commemorating. Yeah. It will be um, us in some way. It will be us, but what are we going to do to earn it? <laughs> yeah. And that's what we'll spend some of the money on is whatever yeah. is going to merit us getting the star. <laughs> yeah. Barney was uh, a couple bucks. Just pitch in a couple two, bucks. Give me two bucks. Give me two Barney bucks. Was, give me a couple uh, bucks. You know what? What's two bucks? What's to you? two bucks to you? What's I, two bucks to you? I already, two I already, bucks to me? Already, it's a lot. To, I need that money. I already me? owe the money. Fucking I already owe your two bucks the walk to somebody. Of fame. My, um, I, owe, I already owe the money I from your pocket your two to, to somebody for the star. So put it in the so I, I, uh, I, already, I already spent it. Who gives a shit? I already owe that money. I already owe that money in your pocket to that guy down the street. I fucking. What's two bucks to me? Back my PlayStation. Do you understand what's going to happen to me if I don't if have, I don't have this two bucks, bucks to give the star I'm people? Gonna, the I'm star people are expecting they're going to be mad bucks. at me. They, I already, they need the two bucks from me. You don't even need the two bro, bucks. Bro, if I tell the star people it was you that got the two what bucks. What are you going to fucking go with that two fucking, bucks? What are you going to get your car washed? What are you going to get a tip for something? No, that's eight quarters, dude. Give me eight quarters. You know what? I'm in a hurry. Give me these two bucks. Eight quarters now. You see those Cheetos on the shelf? Put, put those in your pocket. Give me the two bucks. Give me the two bucks. Take the fucking Cheetos. Take the two we'll bucks. Call it give me the two bucks. God, nobody's looking at you. Nobody's just take the Cheetos. Just take the Cheetos. Take the, take give the, me a couple take, dollars. Take the Cheetos. Listen, whatever's near you, put it in your pocket. Your pocket. If you don't do that, what, who are, what are you even doing? What? 
What, no one's oh, looking at Just give me the $7. is going to miss those Cheetos. Not, they don't care. They don't care. 7-Eleven doesn't care gum, about put Cheetos. Put it in your and give take me the, the two Take bucks. the Cheetos. Take the gum. Put it in your pocket. Give they me the two They give bucks. away stuff like that all the time. Yeah. Give me two You're dollars. not hurting them. You're not hurting them. They got 7 and You take the Cheetos. Matter of fact, they're hurting you. They owe you that money. I need the two bucks. I already spent 7-Eleven's $2 and give me that money. 7-Eleven owes me money. 7-Eleven owes me those two bucks. You know how many times they've ripped me off? 7-Eleven's ripped me off a bunch. You know how many times I've walked in here and they didn't have Jerry Slurpee? They owe me two bucks. They owe me two bucks. So you I'm going to go get my two bucks from them. Why don't you give me your two bucks? Give me the two bucks, too. I need it. I got a lot going on. I'm in a hurry. Give me the two. Yeah. You're wasting my Seven Eleven doesn't care about time. us. They stopped selling Toblerones. <laughs> man, oh man! Uh, uh, I, I liked Barney in this episode a lot. Barney, Barney was, a blast. was great. We haven't, really, first, we haven't really had a Barney. We've had like Barney. He's a, been it's a the bit first time yeah. we've seen Barney do the transformation. Yeah. We will see several instances that was very of funny, him the Barney transformation. And then in the episode where Homer goes to space, they do a. One where he drinks a beer and goes from composed yeah. to Barney. He's doing like a, uh, um, uh, he's studying for the SAT. He's like, a boolean is the effervescent. Is <laughs> and, and he's like, Harvard, here he's I come. He's studying for the SAT and he's like, slash is <laughs> the edge or whatever. Yeah, he's in the slash is slash to the is edge to as Axel is, is to Bono. Bono. Here, Harvard, here I come. <laughs> Can you imagine if I got a degree in Har- from Harvard Hom- in that? Homer in, yeah, Slashology. <laughs> talking about annoying shit. <laughs> All degrees are talking about, about, talking yeah, about absolutely. annoying Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Homer ruined Barney's life. He, yeah. Like, he introduced him to beer, and it ruined his life. That's that's true. You can give someone a beer, but you don't give them their first beer. They already have to drink don't beer. Don't give anybody their first beer. If they drink beer... Give you, can, you can give them some. Yeah, you share. It's it's you don't want to hoard don't, it, but don't give someone their first beer. No. Or if you do, you have to really talk. You you have to tell them this, what this means. This poison. You don't will have ruin to keep life. up with. Me. Yeah. <laughs> don't. You don't have to keep up with. Don't try to keep up with. Try to keep up. Whatever you, don't you do. Listen, I'm gonna drink 14 beers tonight, kid. Don't, don't try to keep don't up with me. You keep keep can up. have a beer. You can hang out and have yeah. fun. Have a beer. You don't need to do this to have fun. Yeah. But I. Do. I have to. I have to. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> you don't have to. Look at me. Look at whatever I like. I have is. to do this to have fun. But you, you don't. don't. Have, to have one have beer. One beer. Have a, have a soda. You know what? I, it's all fun. You're first, part of the party. The first time I ever drank a beer, it was at like my friend's house party, and I, it was Red Dog, and it was like this is gross. That's and Clifford. So I poured, <laughs> I poured a glass of orange or uh, apple juice out of his fridge, and I was chasing a Red Dog beer with apple juice. That's how grossed out I was, and I kept doing it. Zach and I one time <laughs> when I was living with my ex, uh, were at the store already drunk, and we bought we were buying another fifth of whiskey. We were hammered, and we were like, "Oh, we should get some apple juice," and we mixed apple juice and whiskey. And it is the most delicious beverage I've ever had. Apple We're like, everyone should do this. We drank the whole fifth. We drank all this apple juice. Apple juice is so sugary. Oh, yeah. I had the worst, uh, like, dehydrated, uh, diarrhea, miserable hangover. Uh, I was like, oh, it is the forbidden beverage. It tastes <laughs> perfect, but you <laughs> drink it. It is a perfect beverage. You must never drink it. You must it. never drink it. It will give you incredible you know diarrhea. You know what my forbidden beverages is apple pie shots. 
Oh, sure. Because there's like sure. it doesn't taste like anything, and you get yep. some fuck drunk trying to try you to get, do those. You put water in baby's apple juice because it's it too much. Gives them diarrhea <laughs> and diaper rash, and we drank a gallon of it with uh, whiskey. What an insane thing! Disgusting. What if what if Linda Ronstadt's in this? Linda episode? Ronstadt is very funny in this episode. She's very funny. She that sings. might be that might be my joke. Oh yeah. So um, Moby. Uh, did like a remix album of different versions of the of the Mr. Plow theme song. Moby is the Linda Ronstadt of of electronic music. music. <laughs> <laughs> Moby yeah. is the Linda Ronstadt. There was yes. like some Simpsons documentary about like their impact on society or whatever, and Moby was in there, and he was like, "Yeah, I, Moby's I, got I his arm it. around the Simpsons. <laughs> he's got his he's shirtless. He's got his, his arm eyes around are a saucers. very young Simpsons. <laughs> Too young for him." That was when the Simpsons were just a freshman at Harvard. And yeah, just a freshman at Harvard. And he was, yeah, oh, you can clear his, his teeth in the picture. Uh, in this documentary, he's like, yeah, I have I have like a small e- e- EP of um, like six different versions of the Mr. Plow theme song that I made uh, inspired by this episode. Cool, man. I'm really annoying. I'm really annoying. <laughs> Each one of them is four seconds long, but I spent a year and a half. Completely. I'm the most annoying person in the world, and I have $10 million for it. <laughs> the first artist in history to commercially license every song on one album and he he says like uh what's that play every every song on that album was bought by some advertising agency for a commercial i bet and he he talks about that as like a point of pride (laughs) that being said moby rips (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but Moby, we, Moby we as, as a, a group need to go see Moby. Moby as a live DJ, one of the best, one we of the best live in person DJs. I was not expecting it because his his solo music his is newer so stuff is boring. Yeah, a lot of it is like chill out vibe stuff. He, him as a DJ, fucking party. There's a reason he was a party guy. Yeah, like, there's a reason. Yeah, that, he's a great he, DJ. He's a we'll great in person DJ. You, were, you're, you heard it here, folks. You, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> heard it here, folks. <laughs> we're gonna go see. We're gonna go see him Moby together. I've seen him four or five times. Yeah, and I, I will absolutely, I will absolutely see him anytime. Um, I've never gone to see him. He's a great, but I have seen act. him. Yeah. If you are ever, if you're ever at a music festival and Moby is there, go see him, folks. Oh yeah. He's. he's you gotta go search out Moby. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. You gotta find. You gotta finding find Moby. Your Moby. <laughs> finding Moby. Hmm. You guys got a favorite joke? They this should week? make a book about that. You guys got a favorite joke this week? Oh man, so many. There's we, so many good jokes. We barely talked. I, uh, I, I we barely talked about this episode, Moby and it's Dick. one of the best ones. Um. Uh. When uh, Homer is is getting a ride to the, uh, he's hitching a ride to go buy a new car, and uh, this farmer pulls up. And he's got a pig in his in his passenger seat. Yeah. He's like, "Sorry, uh, you you have to ride in the back of my pickup truck. I can't trust a pig with watermelons." And it pans back, and Homer is stuffing his face. With now, his- if those were cantaloupes, that'd be me. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He's at like a he's at a um, uh, trade show for vehicles, and they go to the like the. Um, 
BMW German stand, and they show how safe the car is. And they show it's called Fourth Reich Motors. Fourth Reich Motors, Fourth and they show Reich. this yeah, horrific accident. And one of like one of the child dummies falls out of the car, and then he starts crawling, starts crawling away. And at least is like oh, that. That's not a dummy. And the guy's like this. This play is over. The collections agency is calling for money about the cloud, the the thing, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not Mr. Plow, the guy. I'm uh, Tony Plow from Leave It to Beaver." <laughs> yeah, they were gay. <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's a part where uh, uh, Homer rents a some spa- uh, airtime on local access TV at like four in the morning. And the, the the whole family stays up to watch his Mr. Plow commercial, and Homer goes, Homer goes, it may be on a lousy channel, but the Simpsons are on, on TV. TV. It's great, great. Um, there's yeah. Uh, uh, do you have a my favorite? Oh, the the guy the guy at the car stand uh, bullies Homer into buying a snowplow. He's like, I can't spend money on this twenty thousand dollar truck without talking to my wife. And the guy goes, Your wife. And it works. It like gets Homer to buy a car. My favorite joke of the episode, um, I, I think it has to be like Barney's competing plow company gets Linda Ronstadt for the commercial, and she sings the tune. And they're like, "Holy, how did you get Linda Ronstadt? How how'd you get her?" And he's like, "Oh, we've been looking for a project to do together for a while." <laughs> yeah, that's great. That, what that- does that mean? I think That's that that right. might have been one it's of my so favorite. Funny. You've been looking for a really? project. What is yeah. Bar- I love Barney's an alcoholic who never leaves the bar. I, what I love thinking about the answer to that question. I love that. I love that. I also the snow bit and the dead dead dead, dead waiter dead. What did he say? That, yeah, you're, you're dead, dead weight. weight you're dead yeah. weight, Marty. Yeah, snow picnic. That's snow right. joke. Just you're under dead your weight, breath. Marty. You're dead such a good one. And I mean, any. The whole carnival of the stars or whatever yeah. that was very funny. Oh, when Homer, when Homer's like, uh, uh, if two friends agree to work together, not even God Himself can stop them. That's very. And funny. then spring happens and it God ruins their own snow, snow business. The opening with Carnival of Stars and Troy McClure, I, I think that, The Simpsons loses its magic when Phil Hartman dies because Troy McClure yeah. and Lionel Hutz, those kinds of characters, yeah bring a different energy that's yeah. not the Simpsons, the, the family. Yeah. And it's a great place. And it, like, hey, when, he is, when away, does he die? Like, like 98. 90, yeah. So he yeah. got like six. six oh yeah. There's we're I mean, we're just entering the golden era. Oh, yeah, of the yeah, Simpsons. Yeah. There's a great visual gag in here when Homer feels bad that he called Barney's Homer snowplow feels. up to the mountain so he goes to save him, and he's driving his snowplow on this rickety bridge, trying to save him. And the the bridge is look it's like wood, and it's about to snap into the river. And he looks over, and there's a beautiful suspension bridge right next to the wood bridge. That's great. Yeah, it's, it's just top to bottom. <laughs> favorite. I'm gonna. I'm changing. This is my favorite. You're one of Mr. Plow. Yeah, I'm staying at Homer the Heretic. I think I, 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 I forget where was I at again last week. Right? I was at what was new new kid on the block. What, didn't you change last week or no? Man, because you were what? You were a heretic, Devin? Yeah. Wait, where were you, Devin? Be- the heretic. We both were. I thought you were Lisa the Beauty Queen, or was that me? No. That, that oh, you. maybe that was you. I switched after you that. Switched you switched to I switched to Lisa the Beauty. I don't know. Did I switch last week? Maybe I, I so. did. Maybe I did. I don't remember anymore. I don't remember. Oh, jeez. I'm, I'm not. Uh, Mr. Plow, that's my name. My name you know what? Because I don't Plow. remember where I'm at, maybe I don't want to hold through it. I'm going to switch to Mr. Plow. I like yeah, this Yeah, why not? I like this app. 
Andy and I were stuck on the same one together. Now yeah, it's time for yeah. you guys to be on the same potty line. I mean, I, we have the next People three. People do potty lines. We <laughs> have Lisa's first word, uh, Homer's triple bypass, and, Mar- oh. and Marge versus the Monorail are our next. I'm three. going to. Oh my god! I'm probably gonna. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably gonna change three times in the next three. Yeah, weeks. that's yeah, that's. that's a, good. I, I don't. I don't know about next week, but the triple bypass episode and then Marge versus the, yeah. versus the Monorail. I'm probably gonna change two more times in the next three weeks. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Wow. Damn. What are, we're in for we're in for some fun weeks. Yeah, incredible, incredible. Well, well I guess it's time for uh, we got sponsors. Yeah, I think we should. Uh, I think we should talk about our sponsors. Um, uh, our sponsor this week is the DU, the Disco Union. Um, we are trying to seize the the means of production. Wow. Yeah. No. I'm. Uh, uh, Devin, what do you got? Anything? I. This is actually. In, in, embarrassing but i was actually gonna do the the dub the disco union busters <laughs> we are trying Shit. to bust the disco union how did we not discuss the disco honestly team. this is another hr problem we I cannot agree. we can't we have competing can't have. advertiser like we're, we're as a group we're gonna have to have a serious sit down conversation with darren because this kind of stuff cannot slip through the cracks and it's we can have we we can we can snipe like siphon money off of both of these groups we cannot Advertise them both in the same fucking episode. I think the problem is addressed oh, by yeah. our next sponsor, um, just the, the the centralized discocratic movement. <laughs> uh, because what you're, what we need is structure. And I'm going to sell you uh, this uh, p- this political party that is either a communist I, paradise or a king feudal king. Shit. Honestly, I I learned everything I know from the disc- discocratic method. <laughs> yeah, the discocratic method. Yeah, yeah, everything I know about uh getting from a to grooving. B. grooving yeah uh that's it good that's app it. good up uh we'll uh we'll see you next week bye Bye-bye. thank you for listening to the family guy podcast or whatever <laughs> i said at the beginning of the have episode. a nice evening homophilia is a member of the planet ant podcast network and was created by andy reed and devin rosenai developed by andy reed devin rosenai and darren shelton with technical production by darren shelton For more information on this program, go to homophilia.com.